0: The Monica Matthews Monica Matthew Show. Welcome back to The Monica Matthew Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Remember, just a few short months ago, I told you guys to get ready for some lawfare. Hashtag lawfare. And here we are. You're like, what is that? What is lawfare? We don't have time to worry about that. Well, you do now. You need to make time to not worry about anything, quite honestly, but to take action. This is the time for you all to take action. My inbox is filling up rapidly daily with people who are crying and upset and suicidal and they don't know what to do. They don't know what's coming next and they could lose their jobs and they have lost their jobs and what are we going to do? And I keep directing people back to your lawfare options because that is still an option. Hopefully you have some form of remedy in the bank. You have a little bit of a, of a cushion in your bank account. You know, here's the thing. I'm not a shamer. I am not the person who's going to put my, I'm not a social dominatrix, not even a private dominatrix for that matter, but I don't believe in sticking my foot on someone's neck when they're down. And so I'm not going to do that to you, but I am going to say this to you very sternly like I would my own kid. Not that you're my children, but this is just kind of the mama side of me and the nurse side of me that when your arm has just been cut off and you're bleeding, you're just going to have to sit the hell down and let me take care of business in order to get you to stop bleeding, right? Well, here's the deal. The world is shaking, And if you all are waiting for some miracle to happen with regard to Q or a date on the calendar or Trump coming back or Mike Lindell or Christmas or Jesus descending from the clouds, which will happen one day, I'm sure, somewhere, somehow, some way, however you guys interpret all of that in Revelation and Daniel. But I'm just telling you that things are not going to get better right this second. So you need to be prepared In the way of basic essentials. And many of you made fun of me from oh well, you said it. I mean some of my own family members. Well, you said it was gonna happen six months ago. Doesn't mean it's not going to. And as you see the Chinese taunting Taiwan and Japan for that matter, I mean you are seeing world powers shifting right now. You see an economic collapse coming in China. That's a really big deal. You see, Uh the Taiwan Taiwanese being uh taunted daily by the Chinese. And I do believe in the Bible and wars and rumors of wars, and so you can't let your heart be troubled over these things. And here's one way to ensure that your heart is not troubled to the point of you dropping dead of a heart attack because of stress and anxiety, because your adrenal your adrenal glands are pumping cortisol at you know 24/7, which is not how we were designed. I know this firsthand because I was diagnosed with adrenal exhaustion years ago. And I've paid the price for it since. So it takes a long time to recover sometimes unless the Lord miraculously heals you, which I believe he still can do. So, by his Holy Spirit. Now, you have got to take time. To get off of social media, thank God the social media accounts were down today. I mean, the whole world came to a standstill. Uh, what are we going to do? Facebook and Instagram and Messenger and all these things are down. And I'm like, good. It is actually the best thing that could ever happen for the world, not just this country. Now, along those lines, I might be a little biased. I have something to announce within the next few weeks that it's going to blow your socks off and you are not going to want to miss it. And you're going to want to jump on board immediately because it is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. Matter of fact, it already is. And it is a godsend. It is going to serve you. It is going to serve your communities. It is going to serve your States and it's going to serve this country now and in the coming days. And I cannot reveal what it is just yet. But as soon as I get the candles lit and I got the caviar and the, and the, the, all the dips and chips and all that stuff and the champagne and all that stuff and, you know, all, all of it in place, all of it in place, the chocolate bonbons, you know, and the smooth music, we got a live jazz trip. As soon as I get all that stuff proverbially, proverbially (laughs) in place, I'm going to send you an invitation and you will be silly not to join me. And when I say silly, I don't mean that in a good way because the word talks about silly people. Silly people are simple-minded people. See, the world has convinced you that being simple-minded is a good thing. So being simple-minded, according to the word, is someone, who's not, who is someone who is not as wise as a serpent, yet gentle as a dove. Some people just want to be left alone. They just want and See, we've had it like that in America until now. We've had it like that. And the rest of the world has been, you know, uh, scrounging for crumbs. we making the best, you know, cr- trying to create lemonade out of crap, right? And, and we've just, we've been on kind of autopilot, in my generation anyway. You know, the biggest problem we had was not having enough Aquanet in the 80s. So do our cars go fast enough? I mean, things that, you know, we have all these little luxuries here that, as you can see, between shipping containers. Listen, I went to the grocery store just yesterday and realized that a lot of the little juice boxes that you mom and dads purchase for your kids—they're gone. And it wasn't just because it was a Sunday and they needed to be restocked. The entire shelf, the, all those shelves are empty. And this is not some call to hysteria. I have been, I have been gently nudging you in this direction since December to please make sure that your family has what it needs so that way you're okay and you can make sober-minded decisions for your family. So whenever you come up against things like, huh, do I take the jab? Which according to the Stu Peter show and a physician that he just had on today, over, these are from DOD documents, over 70% of, quote, COVID hospitalizations are, quote, fully vaccinated and over the age of 65. I'm going to repeat that. Department of Defense documents show that over 70% of quote COVID hospitalizations are quote fully vaccinated and over 65. Now here's the deal. Do we really, I mean, this is the DOD and I'd, I'd, you know they're not this EDC, but then in this day and age, you kind of have to wonder who's in bed with whom and why, right? Because some of you are emailing me, telling me about your legislatures that decided two years ago to strip you of your religious exemptions from things such as uh, vaccinations, and if they're designated as a pandemic or an epidemic. And for months, I mean, for over a year, I have been shouting, someone needs to downgrade this thing because it's not even real as pandemics go. Now, is COVID real? Apparently, it is. i I'm not a COVID denier. And I'm also not a science denier. I'm just, I'm not. But I, I do not believe that masks help in any way, shape, or form. I just don't. Uh, I also don't believe this six-foot rule crap helps in any way, shape, or form. I never have. Never have. I've never subscribed to that. Okay? Uh, Also, you know, you don't have to go and stick your finger in somebody's nose and put it in your mouth, you know, to, I mean, I'm not, let's, let's, we're all adults, I think, in the room. I don't know. I still see people driving down the road with masks on, and they're jogging, and they're in their 20s, and it's daylight, and it's beautiful, and they're outside with a mask. I mean, it is insane. It is positively grievous what we have devolved into as a society. And it didn't take long, did it? Fear, 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 fear. And how many times does the Bible tell us, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear. I did not give you a spirit of fear. I gave you a spirit of love and of power and of a sound mind. Love, power, and a sound mind. That's what the God gave you. That's what God said he gave us. Love, power, and a sound mind, not fear, not dread, not trepidation, not the big what the hell that we all wake up with every morning these days, because I do too, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And can I tell you how many times a day I have to step into that word literally and apply it to my moment-to-moment thinking? Love, power, sound mind. Those three. That's what God gave me. That's the spirit with which he has endowed all of us as his children. But we have to apply it. It's not just by osmosis. It's not because your grandmama and them went to, to church. It's because it's applicable. And it becomes applicable whenever you say amen to it from moment to moment, from tweet to tweet, from feed to feed, from post to post, from newsflash to newsflash. Love, power, sound mind. You have to remember that. I did not give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and sound mind. So say it out loud. Love, power, and a sound mind. If you have to say that to yourself every morning you wake up, say it at lunch, say it for snacks, say it at dinner, say it at bedtime. Teach that to your children. Jesus did not, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Okay? That's what we have to stand on, because that's the only thing that's not going to shake. We are literally shaking. I mean, you're talking about the sands. Everyone's trying to run for Afghanistan for mining rights, for mineral rights, right? The sands of, I mean, the greatest thing that could probably ever happen is God just open up the earth. (laughs) Just watch like... All the minerals that everyone's clamoring over and killing people for and abandoning, you know, people for and refugees and and all this crazy hell that is being unleashed right now on the earth. I mean, I, I'm really looking forward to actually to see what God does, because I know he's on the move. And I know for a fact, his word says that he looked for 10 people in Sodom and Gomorrah, 10, just 10. And he would have saved everyone. Just 10. And there are way more than 10 of us who are praying to God, who are pleading with God, who are believing, more importantly, because you don't have to like, you know, you don't have to plead and beg and borrow and steal, obviously. Uh, God hears you. He heard you the first time. Matter of fact, I was just reading in Daniel this morning, which was awesome, where the angel comes to Daniel and he says, you know, God heard you the moment you purposed it in your heart to chasten yourself. Listen to that. To chasten yourself. And Daniel took himself into a position of a posture of fasting because he knew that's what was he knew that was needed in order to clear himself of his flesh, to deny his flesh in order to completely clear himself to hear from the Lord and to petition the Lord. And at that point, you have to remember. We didn't have the atoning sacrifice of Jesus yet during Daniel, and now we do. Now we go boldly before the throne of grace, but I'm here to tell you there's something very powerful about fasting. If you're looking for answers, if you are on the precipice of a major decision, a life altering decision, some of you are praying about mates and getting married. Some of you are like, "Do I leave my job what do i do I take the vaccination do I not do I give it to my kids? What do I do um, i do I lose my whole family and my friends I mean some of you have major crossroads in front of you right now, and I'm right there with you. And I'm telling you there is power in fasting and and if you want to hear from God there's a there's a lot to be said for self-denial in order to I'm you're not earning your I'm trying to think of how the best way to describe this I'm not a theologian I'm a minister but the but the best way to describe this is it's just an gosh it's just an honest offering. Does that make sense? Right? It's not religion. It's not, well, if you've asked for 21 days, it's not that plug in and God does It's not the jack-in-the-box God. <laughs> it's just not wind it up, you know, do this and do that and cross off that box and check off this across that T and dot that I'm bam, God's promises are going to fall out of the sky. No, it's not like that. And God does actually say, you do this, I do that. You do this, I do that. And if you don't do this, then I do that. So it works all It works always, right? But listen, if God repaid me for every crappy thing I've ever thought, said, or done, I wouldn't be here. So, the, And neither would you, coincidentally. So the fact that we're still living, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, as far as I know, I'm not six, six feet under, and I'm still here. And that is only by the mercy of God, the grace of God, also unmerited favor. But the grace of God gives us the ability to read the word of God and understand what the heck we're reading. It gives our our minds insight into the mind of God, into the mysteries of God. And that's where the fire is. That's where the passion is. That's where the power is. That's where the love is. And that's where your sound mind is. Daniel purposed it in his heart to seek God. And Daniel, Daniel fasted. Also, Daniel was a, he was an intercessor. So he stood in the gap for his generations who had sinned and never took responsibility for their sins. And God honors that. God honors that. I have seen it with my own two eyes and my own family and others' families who have t- people, kids who have taken responsibility for all of the mess before God to just say, Father, on behalf of my generations, on my mother's side, my father's side, back to Adam and Eve on both sides, I just present myself to you as a living sacrifice. And I thank you for the atoning sacrifice, the redeeming sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ, for my life and for my lineage, for my generations. And I just... I renounce all of my generational sins. I renounce those patterns, the behaviors, the personalities of fear and rejection and abandonment and molestation and rejection, all this mess that's come down through your families and divorce and and early death and, and accusation and envy and jealousy and strife and bitterness and unforgiveness. And I just lay it out all before you. And in the name of Jesus, I just want to stand right here before you on behalf of all of those who came before me, who didn't know you, who didn't know your son. Father, please accept me as a human being who is alive, who recognizes your sacrifice through Jesus to just say I'm sorry. Will you please forgive my generations? That's what Daniel did but without Christ's atoning sacrifice and before Daniel could even eat a piece of lettuce, the angel of the Lord was dispatched and he was delayed as it says in Daniel and as we know how the story goes, he did not put meat in his mouth. He did not drink wine. He did not partake of leavened bread, the best breads. He liked probably no sugar. Uh, but more importantly, if you roll that over into Isaiah and in the perfect fast of God, it's forgiveness. It's stopping all the backbiting and the bitterness and the strife. That is God's perfect fast. And so the minute you purpose in your heart to say amen to love, power, and a sound mind, the Holy Spirit of God is right there with you, and dispatched instantly, instantly to help you overcome the obstacles that you're facing. Those are God's promises, and they're wonderful, and they're beautiful, and they're the only thing we're going to have to stand on moving forward. I'm, it's the only thing I have to stand on right this second. When I see what graphene does in the human body, when it, not even in the human body, but when I see pictures of uh, cellular pictures. I was at the gym this morning, very early, and I'm just kind of perusing as I'm cycling through this 125-degree sauna, and I feel amazing, and I'm like, let me scroll through and see what's going on online, and because, you know, that's not stressful, and I passed through this article, and I almost passed out. When I saw what graphene does on a sidewalk in like a large clump, and then understanding that that is in your blood if you have been vaccinated allegedly and I think about the people I love who have been vaccinated and those who want to be or are contemplating vaccination and I almost fell off I I was I was weak. I was faint. Because it was so it was such a heavy a heavy surge of grief. And I know many of you understand what I'm talking about. Because you feel the same thing because I've asked you on Twitter. And your answers are so beautifully vulnerable. Thank you. Don't ever let anyone on these nefarious platforms who stalk us, don't ever let them use that against you. Don't stop letting them use your humanity against you. God created us as humans He also placed his spirit, his breath inside every one of us. Why do you think they want to take the natural immunity away? Why do you think they're disregarding your natural immunity? Because we're dealing with a spirit of Antichrist unleashed in this earth unlike anything my generation or the ones before me and recent generations have ever seen. Now, I will say that is not to diminish the untold millions, tens of millions of people who have died at the hands of, of Stalin and Hitler. And no way would I ever diminish that atrocity of what wickedness and vile filth has been perpetuated into this earth by man, by man's agreement with Satan's kingdom. But this, this right here, this right here altering your, your DNA allegedly so that you are no longer in the human formed image and likeness of God. And your immune system, which comes from your bone marrow that God breathed, knitted together with his own being, in his womb. The Bible says that. It's so beautiful. He, knit, he first knit you together in his womb before he placed you in your mother's. God, that's why he says, ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. I love an in-the-moment revelation. That's why in Psalms, whenever David says, when, when my mother, when your mother and father forsake you, I will take you up is what God says through David. When, not if, not if, not if. I tell people that who hate their parents, and I tell parents who have a hard time forgiving themselves, screwed up their kids. God already made, he already made provision for everything, obviously through Christ, before the foundations of the world, by the way. So he didn't wait for us to screw up and go, "Uh uh-oh, what am I going to do? Oh, yeah, I guess I got to send you down there. (laughs) That's not how that went. And so... He made the provision, right? And in the Psalms, he tells us, when my mother and father forsake me, you will take up my cause, right? Because he knew we were going to screw up. I love that. That is like a get out of jail free parent card, right? But some people, I think, just have graphene and things just chained around their hearts, And that is the real, that is the real dis-ease that we have got to guard against right now. We have to, and I got to tell you, the more I read through this bill, the more things that are uh, released about the spending bill and shutting the government down, all the things they're trying to shove, all the pork they're trying to shove into this crap. and, And it's like, you stand here and go, I read through your comments, most of you feel like, I don't have any, I feel so helpless that I feel like no one's there to represent me who I elected to represent. That's because the Democrats and the Republicans who wanted Trump out have entirely overplayed their hand entirely. And now they've got to cram it all in to shut the whole thing down. And God bless Wendy Rogers from Arizona. She is working over time to get Arizona certified along with Georgia and other states. She's got a petition. Thou- tens of thousands of people have already signed it. It is rolling. And I hope that that can come to fruition. It is it, it is legal to do so. It is unprecedented. So for people who like to tell you, well, that can't happen. Why not? Because it's never happened. Well, a lot of things have never happened. And I mean, there's a such term as precedent. So again, a spirit of hopelessness is, is swirling in the earth right now. And it is meant to take you out. It will keep you from joy. It will keep you from enjoying your life in the midst of this storm. And when I tell you better get right, you better get in the center. You better get in the eye of that storm where you can hear God's voice, where it's quiet. Because here's the deal. If you're out on the fringes, you're going to get whooped. You're going to get whooped by this whole thing. And right now, you need to come together with people who are aligning to preserve our freedoms. And right now, what you see is Black Lives Matter and other organizations and others banding together to march and to stand against this tyranny, and it is, that's exactly what it is. It's tyrannical. This is a tyrannical rule attempting to set up its uh, its authority and its jurisdiction in the earth. And all I wanted to share with you today is to remind you of your jurisdiction in the earth, your territory, uh, the things that God has blessed you with, your health, your family, your friends. You know, I hosted... Um, a shower this weekend in the midst of all of this and you know I have friends who are so serious about everything happening that they cannot enjoy anything in their lives they won't allow themselves to because they feel almost guilty for doing so and then there are others who are still living in fantasy land who that's all they that's all they do is, is is drown in entertainment and fun and drinking and you know, whatever it is that, um, that can help them cope with what's happening. And I, and I believe there's not necessarily a balance that I'm calling you to, because I don't believe in that. I do not subscribe to balance. I subscribe to prioritization. And so if you will make God a priority, the priority, not a priority, rather the priority in your life and his ways, not just him, it's not enough to be like, oh, well, I love God and God's great. And so what about now, Monica? Well, here's the deal. In order for God to become a practical thing in this earth, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, how do you think that's going to happen? Because by osmosis? It's not enough for us to say the words. Uh, We have to also uh, implement the doing. And so I'm just, I'm calling you to this place where you can prioritize. You prioritize, the, the word says, to first seek ye the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added unto you. But first seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness A lot of people leave that part of the verse out and you can't because God is a righteous God and he is a rewarder of those who diligently pursue him, right? God likes to be found and he's not really hard to find. Knock, it'll be opened. Seek, you shall find. Ask, it'll be answered. Agree, two or more of you agree, I'm right there with you. You gather in the name of Jesus, he's right there with you. There's no distance in the spirit. You don't have to be with people physically in order to agree to touch in the spirit and agree. There's no distance in the spirit realm. Remember that. I mean, I have, I have, oh gosh, one of my little girls that I refer to as a daughter. She and I and have since she was in high school. And, um, you know, she's going through a heck of a time where she's just married someone who lives in a different country. Um, You know, they have very strict COVID regulations and she's, you know, going through life by herself right now through a very hard season. And all of this is, is, is nuts. It is crazy. I look around and I think, wow, you know, so you have to get creative about how you're going to commune with people. Or whether or not you're going to say to hell with these restrictions and we're going to continue getting together anyway. And we're not going to do it, you know, plastered with face masks and, you know, but we're going to continue to gather. We're just, we're going to defy uh, mandates, which are not laws, again, to remind you. And this is, we're going to resist. We're going to resist. And so my thing is this, whenever you're resisting, if you will resist with this spirit, I think it will keep you out of trouble And it will keep your heart from being troubled and stressed out. But to first submit yourself unto God and the devil will flee. And so to submit to God, what does that look like? First, prioritize God in his ways. That's the first way of submission to God. And how do you know if you're submitting to God in his ways? By getting to know his word. Get to know His Word, then you know what you're doing. It's kind of like, you know, building anything. Read the instruction manual. It's kind of like getting to know your spouse. How do you do that? You spend time. Getting to know how to do your job properly, how do you do that? You go through your employee manual or someone trains you. You don't have to have a pastor to do this, you guys. I'm not saying not to have pastors, but I'm saying a lot of you feel like you don't have anyone that you can call upon. And the Word says that the Holy Spirit teaches you Himself. So the time for excuses, the only person and people who will be hurt in the future by your excuses, uh, is you, number one, and your families. And the rest of us around you, actually, who are counting on you to continue to take a stand against this tyranny. And it is a godly thing to take a stand against tyranny. That is a godly mandate. You, it is a law. It is a law of the kingdom of God to do to to take injustice to task. That is a lawful idea of the kingdom of God and practice. It's also a lawful idea of our constitution, which I firmly believe was birthed in the heart in the mind of the God of Liberty, the author of our liberty, God Himself, and so did our forefathers. So, lawfare, get that under your belt and start getting creative with your spouses. Remember, God did not give you a spirit of fear, and it is a spirit and it is loose in the earth right now, big time. But He gave you love, power, and a sound mind. Remember that. That's your gift. Don't let anyone or anything take that from you. Nothing. Love, power, and a sound mind. Until tomorrow, thanks for joining me. Cannot wait to tell you what I am about to unleash. It's going to be so good. And you're definitely going to want to be a part of it. Because it's going to serve you. And it's going to serve this country. And it's going to serve the kingdom. And it's going to be amazing. Okay, until tomorrow. Love you guys. Be good to your neighbor. Beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.